Hey everybody, it's Christy Gessler, the Dependent Agent. It's really, really good to be with you today and I'm going to tell you why. I am recording today from my new office location. It was a very big uh, endeavor to undertake in the month of July. I have to get off that cycle, but I am sitting here in my new office in Cedar Park, Texas. Super excited to be here. Um, I want to just give a moment to thank everybody that reached out to me on social media or via text or on an email kind of congratulating me and, and, and saying at a girl for a thousand days sober. Um, for those of you that have been subscribed to the podcast for a while and those of you that are new and are about to subscribe, right? Um, you can find out more information about my 1,000 days sober and it was a really big milestone for me and really a great day to, to celebrate. So thank you for everybody that reached out uh, at that point. And, and when I was reflecting on my 1,000 days sober, which was on August the 5th, I um, started to really think about some other elements of my life that landed me at that thousand days and kind of what brought me up to my, my first thousand days of sobriety. And one of the things that I enjoy doing wholeheartedly is travel. And before the COVID-19 pandemic, my boyfriend and I, Brian, went to uh, Florida to Miami Beach to the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami for a realtor event there. And it was absolutely incredible. The most, one of the most incredible iconic hotels I've ever been in. Have you been to the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami Beach? If you have, you know what I'm talking about. If you've watched The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime, even at all, you'll know she was in the Fountain Blue Hotel in many episodes in that show. And it is just absolutely iconic. It is where John and Jackie Kennedy spent many, many nights. It is where the Rat Pack hung out and sang. It's where Marilyn Monroe actually hung out with JFK, apparently. And I heard that from her daughter, Caroline, who spoke at the hotel while we were staying there. So it was really amazing that, that I got to see a piece of that iconic American family speaking. But the reason why I share the story about the Fountain Blue and why it relates to a thousand days sober is that when you check in at the Fontainebleau Hotel, you walk in, it is just stunning, it's very art deco, it's completely cool. You go and check in, and thousands of people do that every single day. And it is just very routine, rudimentary, normal, check into the hotel, you turn around to look for the elevators to leave. How many of you have done that at the Fontainebleau Hotel? You check in, you know what I'm talking about, you check in and when you turn to go to the elevators into that main tower, did you see the grandfather clock that was sitting in the lobby? Now, some of you are laughing out loud right now going, holy cow, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about. And others of you are like, well, okay, wait a minute, what kind of clock? You're gonna see a little addition to this podcast where I'm gonna show you the video that, that we took of this clock. And I didn't really, like at first when I saw it, I didn't understand it at all. So it, it's, it's think of it as a grandfather clock sitting freestanding in the room. And when you walk up to it on the clock face, it's kind of a foggy, cloudy clock face. And when you look at it for a moment, every at, at a certain instant in the cycle, you will see this face kind of come up toward you. And all of a sudden you're like, what is that? And then you'll see a hand with a cloth come up and what's happening is this grandfather clock has been designed. If any of you know who did this, please message me because I need to know where this clock was made. If you all know anything about this clock, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on Instagram, let me know about this clock because I'm curious. But 
Inside this clock, it looks like there is an old woman, and what she does every minute is she erases the previous minute and takes out a Sharpie and draws a line for the new minute. And I just stood there and I was mesmerized. And first of all, my first thought, of course, was like, somebody has to stand here for exactly 24 hours every minute and film this, doing this, right? And of course, Brian mentioned to me, no, that yes, you don't need to stand there and do it for a complete 24 hours. You know, the art of filming, you could get it done. But it was mesmerizing. And we kind of took the video and then went on about our time and went on and checked into this gorgeous hotel and had an amazing five days and took a Ferrari down to Key West. If any of y'all want to hear that story, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, shoot me a text. I'll tell you the story. It's kind of fun. But we go on up and I didn't think much about the clock anymore. So as my thousand days of sobriety are approaching, I was looking back at some travel videos and just, you know, nostalgia, right? And... I find that video that we took of her and the clock. And I look at that video. And it's about a minute long, so not a lot of commitment. Y'all need to watch the video though. And I sat there and I said, wait a minute, that is more profound than I first thought. What that woman, that hologram, that woman in the, in the clock, it could be a horror movie, what she does is she takes that first minute that's there, that's present, and when it's, that minute has expired, she erases that minute, which means it's gone. And for a split second, there isn't anything on that clock face until she starts to draw the next line. And then you'll see in the video, she draws the next line and then she just kind of stands there, admires her handiwork, and then she fades back into the distance. And then she'll come back again when the next minute is due. Think about that for a minute. A minute. When you have an opportunity to think of your past as something that really can be erased. There's something very powerful in that. On my journey before my thousand days of sobriety, I argue that last thousand days before sobriety, I need to erase a few of those minutes just for my own psychological well-being. And that's okay. And I think that clock in a way showed me that it's okay to erase the past to a certain degree, right? Honor it, respect it, but you can also erase it. Because in order for that new minute to show up on that clock, she had to erase the old line and put on a fresh one. Because if she didn't erase the old one, it would just get muddled, dirty, cluttered, chaotic, and it wouldn't, you couldn't tell time after, what, a day, an hour? How long would it take for that to be full? So if you really kind of put that into context and think about that clock, and I want you when you are moving on with your days, think about the opportunity we have to erase that past minute. Because here's the fact of the matter is you can't change it. Would you like to go back and change something in, in a minute that happened in the previous you know, day, week, month, year? Of course. We can't do that. We don't want to live with regret, though. So the, the thought for me, and as a dependent agent, and, and as, your, as your friend out there in sobriety and bravely running a real estate brokerage, which, again, by the way, if you all have any feedback on that, you know, last time I talked a little bit about uh, sharing and interacting on some of this brave business ownership that we're facing right now. I'm still happy to talk about that as well. I've had a couple people interact with me on just some, some, some real stories of bravery out there in terms of handling this pandemic and running a small business with all the regulations and all that. So, 
But what an opportunity it would be if we could just fundamentally or at least mentally erase a minute that wasn't so great. We've got a lot of minutes right now where the news you heard a minute ago is not true anymore. Or it's antiquated or it's been misquoted or it just doesn't have the context anymore that it had when that was spoken or when that information was first shared. We live in a minute-by-minute -minute society. We, we've joked about that for a long time, but I think the clock in the fountain blue shows that perfectly, that one minute is erased to make way for a new minute. And I think unless you're willing to really depart with, dispose of, erase some of the contents of those past minutes, I don't think you're going to be able to grow unless you can do that. And you have to look at each minute as a fresh new line, a fresh new minute. And I have been doing that now in my thousand days plus of sobriety, um, thinking about each minute as a new minute. For some of us facing addiction and recovery, I know y'all, that's where it is. It's a minute by minute, moment by moment, major crisis by major crisis, minor crisis by minor crisis fight. It is a minute by minute battle. So think about the Fountain Blues clock. And hey, the next time you're in the Fountain Blue Hotel, would you please take a picture of yourself next to the clock and send it to me? Or if you've got any of your friends in Miami, would they go take a picture of the clock and send it to me? Because I miss that clock, but I miss what that clock represents. So someday I might find one of those clocks. I think they're pretty cool. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to this podcast up to this point. I've got some great material out there. This is a body of work for me that is a, a year-long passion. It's a passion for me to share my story, to share ideas and insights I love to travel. Y'all, I just got back from a trip to St. Thomas. There are stories there, maybe for a future episode. St. Thomas is full of good stories, by the way. Um, but we, you know, sharing the collaboration, I love to travel. I love to share that with you. So listen back to some of the previous episodes in this podcast, and you will hear the journey. The journey is really starting to show itself. And I've listened to my past episodes myself and the journey is, is showing itself. So thank you for being along for the ride and continue to engage with me on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Send me a text message. You know, my website's pretty cool. There's some great resources on there, some very interactive things. If you'd like to get together and talk, we can do it through Zoom. We can do it in person. Um, and if you'd like me to come speak to your group or have any sort of connection or interaction with people that are close to you on this topic, I'm happy to do it. So thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Thank you to the Fountain Blue Hotel for having, uh, let me do a little shout out and having one badass clock in your lobby, man. That's some good stuff. So thank y'all. Don't worry about the past. Write a new minute every minute. Y'all take care.